This show is designed to give general information related to investing in finance. Neither Aaron Katzman, his guests, nor the radio station are rendering legal, tax, or specific investment advice. If you need such advice, contact a licensed advisor. And welcome to the Aaron Katzman Show. I'm your host, Aaron Katzman. We're here to speak about your life, your money, and your investments. And as always, we're coming to you from the spiritual and soon-to-be financial capital of the world, Jerusalem, Israel. If you like this video or any other of my videos, be sure to hit the like button. And if you have not yet done so, and I cannot imagine why, please subscribe to this YouTube channel. So I want to speak today again about retirement. I know it sounds like a broken record. Retirement, retirement, retirement. But I want to take another aspect of retirement, and that's what I would call the philosophical, it's not really philosophical, we're not talking about uh, Aristotle, but the more philosophical um, aspect of retirement. And, and there are certain things that you should need to look out for in your first year of retirement. I've mentioned this, I've written about this all the time, how um, people will come to me and they'll, clients will come, they say, you know what, Aaron, we're retiring in 33 days, right? They make their little X's on their calendar, the countdown, like my kids do, right? All our kids do that for the end of the year, school year, right? They start Xing out the days until the end. They do the same thing, right? Until I'm, I'm quitting work and I'm gonna, you know, take the calendar, make an X each day out until I get to the promised land, which is retirement. And they say, you know, Mr. Katzman, what are we gonna do? But I'm retiring on a Friday and on Sunday morning, we're heading to the airport and off we go. Of course, this is, you know, for the last two years or so of Corona, that didn't really happen, but it's starting again. Um, and certainly pre-corona, that was something that happened all the time. What I would like to say is retirement is not exactly a vacation, okay? What does that mean? It means that let's say you go, right? You travel, right? You're heading to the airport. You're gonna go away for three weeks, four weeks, five weeks. I don't care how many weeks you go away from. You're gonna come back. And let's say you do it again and again, and you do it three times during the year, you take, I don't know, five-week vacations. I find that hard to believe. Let's say you do that, okay? You realize that leaves 37 other weeks of the year. You got to try and figure out what the heck you're going to do, okay? So what I strongly urge people to do before they retire, don't wait until it's too late. I've seen it happen, and it's not always pretty. Think about what you want to do to fill up your time in retirement right? Is it going to be volunteer work? Are you going to work out? Are you going to keep working part-time? Are you going to start some other, some other kind of company part-time, an internet company? I don't know what it is, okay? You've got to figure out what you're going to do because as I've said a thousand times, traveling is not a retirement plan. It's a great thing to do, but it doesn't solve what you're going to do for the majority of the year or the whole year, right? You got to fill up 365 days by hook or by crook. And you don't want to be, right? You don't, by hook or by crook, that sounds sort of lame, right? You're, you're 67 years old or whatever, and you're retired and you should really go out and be productive and you're still young and you've got energy. Why should it be that you're sort of playing out the clock, right? That shouldn't be the case. You should do it um, strategically and have a real good plan about how you want to um enter this next phase of your life. I think it's important to, re to relate to it that way, right? You had your childhood schooling phase, you had your work phase, and now you have your retirement phase. That doesn't mean 
that, that you know, you're, you're looking at your watch and go, oh, look at that. Uh, hey, Marge, I've got another 10 years and two days to live, right? We don't know. We want to be productive, right? We want to enjoy ourselves and we want to contribute to society, help our families and what have you. The next thing that you need to um, think about, and that's if you're home, that there might be a spouse with you at home. And that has all kinds of other repercussions, right? When you went to work, you were sort of constrained <laughs> by a work culture. Okay, let's say you were the boss at work. You set the culture potentially. When you're now gonna be at home 24 hours a day, not leaving them you know, at 7 a.m. and coming home at 7 p.m. or 8 p.m. and eating dinner, watching Netflix, you know, maybe uh, having a quick conversation with your wife and going to sleep. Now you're gonna be with, you know, the two of you are gonna be together for an awful long time to the day and you can't be the boss, okay? You can't, you can't start telling your what, your spouse what to do day in and day out. You're gonna say, I'm just gonna sit back in my uh, recliner with my little remote. You do everything, dear, because I'm in charge. It doesn't work that way, okay? So you don't wanna drive each other absolutely crazy, okay? So you have to figure out, you have to think about it, you have to talk about it what you're going to do, how you're going to do things together that will entitle, entail um, both communication and, again, working together so that you don't get in each other's way all the time. You don't, drive your, you don't drive each other completely, completely bonkers, okay? Because that can happen. The third thing I want to speak about is the financial side of it, but a little bit different. Correct, we were, you know, hopefully you do things right and you saved and you've got your retirement savings, and you have your, you know, sort of a plan, how much you plan on withdrawing every year. There is a temptation in the first year or two of retirement that you're still sort of in the mindset, well, I got a salary coming in, I've got money coming in. You might have some pensions coming in, you might have a little social security coming in, or whatever country you're watching from, whatever their sort of social safety net is. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you can go out and say, you know what, yeah, we planned on living on X every year, but it's not a big deal if we take an extra $20,000, $30,000. Just shh, don't tell anybody. We'll just do it this one year. Okay, so just so you know, okay, that lack of discipline is really going to screw you up down the road. Okay, that's money that can be compounding. And chances are, if you made a plan, it's one thing if you've got millions of dollars, but if you're like, you know, regular people who've got, you know, you're going to live on your pension, your social security, and you know you've got a couple hundred thousand dollars stashed away you know to take out such a significant part of your savings at such an early age especially now when people are regularly living into their 90s that's going to cause a lot of financial hardship down the road so on the financial side it sort of runs hand in hand right with on the philosophical side right you have to have a certain discipline because if you don't have discipline bad things are going to happen Okay, it might be that you get into fights all the time with your wife. That's on the on the other side. And here, you might blow through your money really, really quick. And then what? You're gonna, you know, you're gonna both take two suitcases and show up and go, hey, knock, knock. Hey, kids, we're here. We're moving in for 15 years, give or take. That's not gonna be a good situation, right? So be disciplined at the beginning. That doesn't mean you can't enjoy yourself, but remember, you had a plan, you allocated X amount of money to withdraw every year, stick to it. If you get a great year in the market, things move up a lot more than you sort of planned. So think about that, right? But if things are sort of running to plan and on average, right, don't be um, sort of greedy at the beginning saying we want to do everything at the beginning because you're going to run out of money. We don't want to see that. 
Okay, you have been tuning in to the Aaron Kasman Show. Speak to you about your life, your money, and your investments. Be sure to like this video and all my videos. And if you've not yet done so, be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Thanks so much for tuning in and we'll speak to you soon.